This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. The pandemic has sent shockwaves through businesses that usually thrive in normal times. But the disruptive nature of viral outbreaks has left some distressed owners eager to offload their burden. Is now a good time to buy a business? According to some, with the right strategies and plans in place, you may be in for a bargain. Small businesses are the backbone of the Australian economy, contributing 35% of Australia's gross domestic profit and employing almost half of the workforce, according to a 2019 report by the Small Business and Family Enterprise Ombudsman. But the threat of community transmissions has struck down businesses, and Victoria in particular has been hit very hard. Peter Strong, CEO of the small business advisory advocacy organisation COSBOA, says the pandemic has unfortunately created a bargain hunter's market. Nonetheless, he urges potential buyers to do their diligence before making any decision. The first thing is to make sure that the business you're looking at purchasing is viable and that the figures you're getting from the um, business uh, you go to an accountant and you ask them to cast an eye over the business figures and tell you whether they make sense or not. Strong suggests examining the figures of the last quarter in particular, even if accounts seem promising in general. He also cautions buyers to pay particular attention to rent and the quality of the landlord. If the landlord's one of the big landlords, then I'd be very, very careful about uh, how they may treat you in a crisis business broker and co-founder of AllBiz business sales platform, Matthew Holland, says his firm has experienced more inquiries than usual on business opportunities from older migrants who comprise over a third of his customer base. A lot of our buyers are migrants that basically wouldn't even consider themselves going to traditional work. So that goes straight to buying a business. Six, eight months ago, that would have been just a food business or a franchise food business or, or any type of business. Very traditional, Westfield, shop, lease, do your five years and, and move on. But it's just not happening. They're looking for anything outside of that. But there's not a lot of transactions to actually gauge at the moment other than a lot of interest. Recognising the importance of the small business sector, which contributes nearly a quarter of the total private sector economic activity for Western Australia, the Western Australia Small Business Development Corporation runs free online and telephone advice service for potential and existing business owners in the state. Its business advisory services manager, Lisa Legina, says the majority of inquiries are coming from migrants, many of whom are hesitant to make a hasty decision due to the unpredictable nature of COVID-19. If they're over 50 years of age, they're looking at investing in a business as a way to see them through to retirement. Each state and territory across Australia at the moment is in various stages of government restrictions and we still have the threat of there being further outbreaks in Australia in terms of community transmission. Legina suggests starting with solid research to identify whether there is a need at the moment for the particular product or service that the business might be selling. She notes that the missing link that has failed businesses during this pandemic is the ability to market and trade online in case the business is forced to shut down over several weeks. 
whether they've got the ability to also sell or deliver services online, whether there is opportunity to grow the client base into other areas other than just your physical location. And that might be selling through online platforms like social media and things like that. Strong believes that small business owners tend to be overly optimistic when buying a business. However, in the current environment, it's important not to let one's emotions override their objective judgment. A lot of us are now doing electronic prescribing, so we can send scripts directly to pharmacies. Now, a lot of pharmacies are actually delivering medications to people who may be at risk and not comfortable about going out at the moment. Or if people are comfortable going to their pharmacy, they can pick up the medication direct from there. Legina agrees this is a common mistake excited buyers tend to make it's really important to kind of consider all these things because you don't want to purchase a business to find out shortly after that you have to close it down and then you've got no revenue coming in. But all of your business loans or any loans you might have taken out to get your business purchased will still be payable. So it's really important to think about the environment in which you're purchasing. University of New South Wales' Associate Professor in Marketing, Nikita Garg, is a consumer behaviour expert. She believes fatigue has set in as people grow tired of being homebound and working from home whilst managing their children and their studies. Dr Garg says there are still plenty of opportunities if entrepreneurs know where to look, even during a pandemic. There is an opportunity for newer categories to emerge. So whether it is services such as home programs to help people stay active, yoga programs, meditation programs, or meals at home. At the beginning of the pandemic, everybody was cooking like mad, right? And people were creating the MasterChef quality food dishes. But now there might be a need for easy to prepare either meals or prepared meal delivery. So that might be something to think about. Since not all businesses up for sale during the COVID-19 pandemic are necessarily going to be successful and viable, Legina encourages buyers to think hard about their skill sets, the price they are paying for a business and whether the location attracts customers. I have seen myself people purchase businesses and put their sort of life savings into this exciting venture only for it to fail. I've seen lots of people, for example, think that because they've gone and had a good experience at their local cafe and they enjoy the coffee down there, that running a cafe must sound very exciting. And so they invest quite a lot of money in purchasing a cafe only to find out that it involves a lot of skills, you know, people skills, uh, a lot of time, commitment. And it's not quite the same as being a customer. That is why Holland believes that the absence of a transition between the buyer and the seller can seriously put the new owner in a risky situation, particularly if you have a strong business owner on the way out. And I've seen situations where buyers believe they know the business, they don't need the seller, they're happy for the seller to uh, to exit on the day of settlement. But I always encourage people to, to work out an arrangement where that might be a longer handover. And two weeks is fairly traditional, but there's nothing wrong with asking for two or three months. There's nothing wrong with asking for six months. Dr Garg recommends that entrepreneurs set their vision beyond the COVID-19 crisis. Just take your time because this might seem like a good opportunity or a good threat, but make sure that your business plan has both a short-term and a long-term plan and goals. Because while you might be starting something in this context, you want to make sure that it survives beyond the context of the pandemic. For more information on how to start a business, 
Contact the Australian Small Business and Family Enterprise Ombudsman Information Line on 1300 650 460 from 8am to 8pm nationally, Monday to Friday. The feature on buying a business during COVID-19 was prepared by Amy Chin Yu Wong. And for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.